Welcome, 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 y'all, to episode number, 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 number six. Number six. Of yeah. The show. No satanic, no, no, no satanic shit. You know what I'm saying? All about <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, welcome to episode motherfucking six. Uh, how you doing, bro? Bro, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, man. I am feeling excellent today. It has been a incredibly cold week in yeah. Houston. Yeah. But like. I'm feeling warm today. Uh, the sun is out. My energy is up, and the creativity juices is like flowing right now. Flowing. I'm freaking excited as hell for today's guest. Don't say nothing. Keep it inside. See your mouth, bro? Don't say a goddamn thing. I'm trying to keep it. And, and uh, but Team Money Tuesdays, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm 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 all right. I think. Uh, honestly, man, I, I've been feeling a little sad. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things be going on. You know what I'm saying? Hey. We just had to fuck. And uh, Iris happened a couple of days ago with the winter storm. Oh, yeah. That shit was something else. Winter it was crazy. Hurry? Yeah, we was up in here like, fucking we were like, shaking. You I know mean, what I'm saying? Like, we had to go to our cars to get fucking charged and power just for our phone, our laptop, our iPad, and shit like that. Shit was, it was a struggle, bro. I feel like I was in that one zombie movie with <laughs> yeah. the fucking where it like froze. It was in Alaska and it froze over. And you yes. had like a certain number of days to survive. Yes, yes. Yeah, bro. That was us in this apartment, just like huddled up. <laughs> no, I kid you not. I was laying in my bed and it was like all everything was dark. Like I haven't been in pitch dark in so long because like there's always lights from the outside, but yeah. the whole block, the whole block was dead. And, and the so- thing is, bro, is we had power. We were like. We're not gonna lose power, man. You know who we we gonna make the power. Yes. But then, but it happened. <laughs> and it can happen to you. So always prepare. Get you some canned foods, some goods. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of water bottles and hold up, because you never know what can happen. And also, like pandemics happen right now. So like, just be fucking prepared, y'all. Like, Yo, protect, long story short, protect yourself, and, uh, or you gonna wreck yourself. Yeah, man. It just that kind of it, it fucked with my ego a bit. You know what I'm saying? It fucked with my in, internal like soul, and I was hella sad. You know, what, so I was cold. What I can say though is like I remember because uh, I started getting all these notifications from my campus that it's like, oh, campus shutting down. Like, uh, we shutting down till Wednesday. We shutting down till Thursday. We shutting down till Saturday. And I was just like, this, this is starting to very feel real familiar. Uh, I'm gonna tell yeah. you what. Like, but I can say this, man. What I'm thankful for is a year ago, similar situation happened in that first round of. A pandemic and quarantine and i was fucking broken man on some real shit like i was depressed i mm-hmm. was like like i was at this point where i was about to level up in my life on some real tangible way oh my god and my all god that was taken away yeah and that happens very w- with the with the winter storm recently this mm-hmm. week like we I, i'm gonna, i'm supposed to be in rehearsals right now for this goddamn one-man show yeah and then the winter storm say and i'm like damn like is it gonna happen again and i kid you not I said, nah, hell no. <laughs> I just said, I'm going to stay focused, do what I can. I'm not going to get into anything. Yeah. But it, And when it's time, it's time. It's time. And I think the most important thing to take away from stuff like this is when that first wave of pandemic, coronavirus hit, like everybody had to come back inside, recollect, reflect, figure out what the hell they needed to do to progress their career or their life to become more healthier beings. But you think that with all that time spent in being at home, we would have like grown and like adapted and become better, but it just it just like chest checked us real quick. They're like, bro, like you're not where you need to be. Stay at home, you know, say like stay in that hyperbolic chamber, still train, you know what I'm saying? Like get your super saiyan powers up, like 
you got to get to level 9,000 right now. You're not at that, like, you at, like, 1,000 right now, my G. Like, <laughs> humble yourself. Humble yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, But, yeah, uh, honestly, it was very much needed just to stay home and just realize, like, bro, like, without music, without television, without games and shit like that, any other technology that I have around me, like, what can I do? He pulled out the records. Pull out the records. <laughs> he pulled out the records. He's like, we're going to listen to Tank and the Bangas. Tank and the Bangas, Open Mike Eagle, Earl Sweatshirt. And it was like, bro, like, let's get this What's fucking up, apartment man? together. Let's start reading books and, like, really actually learning some things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I sat down and did a whole fucking character analysis over this, like, this character that I've been, like, really wanting to do. And I'm just like, bro, like, all this time was spent, like, brushing over and, like, procrastinating over this one play. And now I have all the time that I need to do to just go ahead and read and, like, focus on, some, on something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, bro, like, take time out to, like, self, self-care, bro. Self-care, bro. Take care of yourself on some real shit. On some real shit. On some real shit, please take care of yourself. And just know that, like, if you are a creative, specifically, I'm speaking to all the artists that's watching right now, it's like, I, I don't you're know. in this place where you feel like you have to, like, fuck, like, I am lagging behind, I, like, I am not on schedule, I feel like I'm already behind schedule, yeah. I'm even more behind schedule, like, take a second and just breathe, bro, like... Square breaths. Breathe in, hold that breath, let go of that breath, and then be in that space of emptiness. And just know that, like, your best work still lives inside you. Your best yep. words, your best photos, your best paintings, your best sculptures, your best films, your best stories are still inside of you. As long as you are still alive and keep on living and doing the things that you got to do and maintaining, you're going to keep doing the things you're going to do by pure consistency. And so just trusting the process, trusting the fact that everything you're supposed to be doing right now is what you're supposed to be doing. If you're out here being prolific as fuck during all this and dropping 16 mixtapes and a book and a puzzle and, uh, and, 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 and sculptures, bless your heart, also your soul. Real. You a real inspiration. That's a real nigga shit. Like you a real inspiration. Hold the fuck down. If you out here just making sure that you eat three <laughs> meals a day, making sure you got some coffee in your body, making sure that your bed is made today, like... You a real inspiration. I swear to God. Period. Oh, Muhammad, I think we have a, we got a call on. Oh, phone. Hey, what, uh, who calling right now? Well, well, let me let me go ahead and see real quick. Okay, 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 okay. okay. H town, what did it do? Oh, word, bro. Hell yeah, get the fuck over here. Yo, Cam is coming. Wait, Cam? Mm-hmm. Wait, like Cameron Reed, Cam? Wait, we talking about Cameron, like? The, the Cam Visual Arts Cam? Mm-hmm. We talking about Christian Dior Cam? Mm-hmm. We, we talking about Cam and Mike HCX Cam? Yes, we talking man. about Cam and Antonio Lasata Cam? We talking about Cam Houston LA Cam? We talking about the 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 one and only the the the, 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 the twenty year old legend, Cameron Reed? Yes. <laughs> oh, for sure. Pull up. Let's go. You dig? You dig? You dig? You dig? <laughs> Good to have you on the show, man. Welcome, welcome, having me, dude. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Faces Show, man. It is such a pleasure to have you, my guy. Yes, sir. Of course, bro. So, like, again, where are you coming from, man? Like, how is what's been happening up until this point? What led you here? How you doing? How you doing? Homie, checking real quick. Homie, checking with me. Homie, checking with Cameron. Getting less sleep, 
but I'm working though. You feel me? And just you know, elevating my mind. You know, trying to become the best I can. Right. And it's really kind of hard to really get rest when I'm constantly working. I'm constantly trying to pursue something. And I feel like most people kind of lose something because you got to sacrifice something to be great. Work. So that's why I feel like me losing sleep sometimes is not because I just like staying up because I'm working. I'm always thinking. My mind is constantly racing every day. Besides that, mental health is good. I'm trying to take day by day. <laughs> besides you know, that, though. Like, yeah, besides that, you know, everything else is straight. You know, yeah, bro. Cool. Have you, like, experienced any bad side effects like sleepwalking or anything like that from, no. like, the lack of sleep? Or just, like... Any kind of uh, depletion or dehydration from like interacting like socially with people. Like, have you ever like experienced that? No, not really. I'm just when I fall asleep, I black out. I'm in the coma. I'm gone. Like, like literally, like when I wake up, it's a new day. Yeah. You know, wake up a little bit later, but it's cool though because I like to start my day a little bit later. I used to be a morning person, but school messed that up for me. School, waking up at school like seven o'clock to go someplace I didn't want to be. I, I, that messed my whole early morning experience up. Like I can never wake up early unless I have to. It ain't it for most people. No, you know what I'm saying no, especially because like I'm I'm trying to be on this kick of like waking up mm-hmm. at around like seven to eight so I, I can that. like be productive and have the rest of the day to just like do what I want to do. <laughs> but I'm just like I am not a morning person by no, any means. Not at all. Like do not talk not to me <laughs> if I haven't had my tea or if I haven't walked or ran this morning. <laughs> don't you hate when people like get up and they want to talk to you in the morning? Like you just got out of bed. Hot ass breath. <laughs> that hot ass breath. You know, literally, you just like shut up. Yeah. I'm trying to just wake up. Like, let me just get in there. Cause don't don't be around me if you're a morning person. Please don't. Like, no, no. I'm no disrespect. Do you if you want to wake up, you know, five, six o'clock in the morning, that's on you. But don't come to me <laughs> trying to have a full conversation when I just <laughs> trying to wake up. me up. Trying to wake me up because you're already up. Like, let me Enjoy the moment first, yeah. and then let me go out. You know? I don't blame you, man. But that's that's yeah, I'm doing all right though. I appreciate that's good, that. Man. Thank y'all for having me once again. Of course, I'm, yeah, I, we I'm need to have you on. Like, this we are thankful to have you on. Bro. Thank you so much. Like the whole thing that we want to like go and push forward with with talk shows like mm-hmm. this is be able to talk with artistic minds such of as course. yourself, just to be able to pick your brain, see who you are your, at your essence. So. Mm-hmm. People who are out there that are in your position, mm-hmm. uh, who don't have as much like experience in the photography realm or any kind of artistic genre for that matter, could look mm-hmm. up to you and be like, "Bro, like, this is kind of like the blueprint of me like starting and sparking the plug in this vehicle, so I can keep on driving." Of course. But as far as that goes, uh, what how do, what does legacy mean to you? Like how people really well. I feel like how I want to be remembered because I feel like everyone has to die at some point. Everyone has to go. So I want to kind of be that person to be like, yo, this is how he was. And it's more from I want my art to be in museums. I want him to be in books. I want to be in other mediums besides social media because social media even gets boring. Like Mm. making art just to post on social media is boring. Yeah. And it's like. 2020, the goal was to, okay, got past 10K, got past 20K on Twitter, past 10K on Instagram, did that already. Got yeah. to celebrate, woohoo, right. I made it. Now it's like, I want to do more jobs. I right. want to do more magazines. I want stuff that I can look back and say, I did that. Mm. You know, I want to be able to shoot campaigns and say, I shot that. You yeah. know, I got my first paid campaign, which I actually did that was like creatively directed by me and, and controlled by me about a week ago. And I'm coming back again this week and shooting that again. So, you know. 
just handled that. I love that. to see that. Like, so, some real shit, Thank bro. you so That's much. very inspiring. And um, it was for a brand out in LA. You know, mm-hmm. definitely kind of fits right. my I, genre. Not a brand out. <laughs> are you able to disclose what the brand is? Or I don't uh, know how, how that I can't. Works. I can't do it because I don't want to get you guys in trouble. That's what I think. Um, it's, not, it's not nothing I definitely can say too, too major where it's like up there, up there. But I feel like this is a start. Yeah, so, you know, I'm still young. I still have plenty of time and experience. And oh, even gosh. just kind of leaving Houston eventually and getting out. And we will talk about that because I got a couple of things Dude, I want to I know. I, hey, but, I, I know we were going to get into it. We were going to get into that. I know. But, hey, may I ask? May I ask? because we have so many young viewers watching. Like, how old are you? I'm 20. 20 years old. I just old. turned 20 in January. When's your birthday? January 24th. Gen- so you are oh Aquarius game yes. Aquarius. Aquarius come on now turned. come on y'all ain't ready for this y'all ain't ready for this <laughs> I just turned, yeah, I just turned 20 damn man congratulations like, happy so late much. birthday thank you so much and like I ask this question because it's like uh, we start with legacy like what are the things that we want to be known for mm-hmm. and then I think about just like who are the people we want to affect of course when I think about your work um, I often see I often see like this is this is for people of color like mm-hmm. Cam's work is for people of color mm-hmm. or artists mm-hmm. or people that want to think different for people that want to be more comfortable in being themselves mm-hmm. and may i ask as you are creating like do you think about like who your audience is do you, do you have an audience in mind like who I, are you trying to reach i, I really don't care who it is mm-hmm. i want to uplift black people i want to uplift black art but my inspiration stems from everywhere i got people that inspire me from every race every culture like takashi Murakami. i love i love takashi Murakami. Mm-hmm. like this guy right here if i could collab with him on a project with a clothing brand and just his work himself i would do it and he inspires me because when you think about how simple this is. How mm-hmm. someone that doesn't know who this man is would not imagine that these pillows can go for hundreds of dollars. Period. These pillows are something, <laughs> a staple in art. Period. And it's like, for me, that's what I do. And then also Tyler Mitchell, one of the first black gay uh, creatives or photographers that did shoot for Vogue. He inspires me, you feel me? And it's like most people wouldn't think that, I guess, a straight man would envy or even want to be like someone that's gay. And I know that, I know a lot of people say it sometimes does have to do with sexuality, but right. I know that in the industry a lot, you have a mix of everybody. And mm-hmm. I don't care what type of sexuality you have, what color you are. If you like art, you like art. I work with anyone. I accept everybody. But I do want to uplift my black people because I understand that black art is an art that is neglected Mm. in a way. So I want to be that voice. You know, when I see Tyler Mitchell, he does shoot other races. He shot Harry Styles for Vogue. So Mm. he's not against it, but Mm. he wants to get that eye of what a black man was shooting, how black joy and black art is uh, perceived. Because he's also from the suburbs. Mm. So there, most people, they think a struggle story is what is attached to a black come up. Mm-hmm. I came from the hood. I mm-hmm. sold drugs, whether that's through music or anything else. But he's from the suburbs of Georgia. I watch his interviews. So I can relate to someone that may not live in the most poorest conditions, but is not feel entitled, right. feels humble, still has the virtue of hard work. So that's why when I look at these heroes like Takashi and Tyler, I want to be just like them and their legacy that they leave that no one is going to forget about in the next 10 to 20 years. Mm. You know, no one's going to forget about the flower. No one's going, no one's going to forget about his work. They're in museums. No one's going to forget. No one's going to forget. No one's going to forget. No one's so, going to forget. No yeah, one's going to forget. Period. Exactly. So back on like just looking forward and past Instagram, do you feel like with today's climate, things are being consumed a lot more faster? Are you for the wave of like things being like consumed much faster? Or are you much more on the wave of like meditation about art and like sitting and really digesting what is in front of you. I feel like I used to be on the fast wave. 
Now I want to create a story. Mm-hmm. I want something that's going to stick, something that's going to feel. Like when me and my Mike, me and Mike, shout out to Mike in the back. He's Mike chilling. in the back. Mike in the back. Mike, Mike in the so, back. So me and him, you know, we really want to be on the same wave. Yeah. You know, we kind of got to a point where we got that quick, you know, success with being, I guess, having the retweets and likes on Instagram. Now it's more like we want to go out places outside of Houston. Mm-hmm. We want to go on the rocks. Like we just got back from a fort. I can't tell people where it is yet because I only tell my close people where it is. But yeah, we literally had to climb over rocks, go down to the beach, <laughs> all this different stuff. And it may not seem like a strenuous thing, but the adventure. Yes. I want to create a story so you can feel what we had to go through. And yeah, I'm actually documenting, uh, I have a documentary called Vision. It's really just an inside look of how I shoot and my journey. And I'm getting it captured by Limbo, a.k.a. Vic. He's my best friend, one of yeah. the best friends that I met uh, recently, but we just connected like that. So that's dropping real soon. You guys will get to see the inside look. And then I'll make sure to slide you guys an early version of it before I release it so yes. you guys can Dude, see. Dude, we love to see yes. well. so We would definitely promo it mm-hmm. on our Faces channel and everything. Like, 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 any resources bro. we have is yours, period. Mm-hmm. And that's what we say to that's everybody. That's key. That experience in. is such an important thing that I feel like most people neglect. Like, what was Adventure, the experience bro? to make what was the end point of and I feel whatever like it is? Most people, they see social media because it's so fast now. Yeah. But I learned that what creates Tyler different from me or different from another person. He doesn't post on social media like that. You go to his Instagram right now, he, yeah. he, he, he has gaps. It may be February 7th, the last time he posts, and the next time he may post may be like March or April. Mm-hmm. And then on Twitter, it's even less. But he doesn't need to. He's shooting Vogue. He's shooting magazine covers. Yeah. He's right. shooting editorials for campaigns, right, for brands. Right, right, right. So when you're making that money, you're doing that, that already sticks. I'd rather never be on social media, but people see me on billboards in New York and L.A. shooting for Dior, shooting for Nike, shooting for things like that, yeah. than posting on social media. Because eventually, social media becomes a task. It becomes a job that you're not getting paid for. And you gotta, you want to make money. You want to still fulfill that dream. Because creating art is a great thing. And I am <laughs> never actually focused on the monetary value of making art. But still, I'd rather be making money and going big than doing something that no one's paying me for just so a couple of retweets and likes. And after a couple of days, people are going to forget about it and move really, on. Really, though? Mm-hmm. That's forget crazy. about it. I'm just like, there are so many great photos that I have seen on Instagram that people just, you know, casually take that mm-hmm. and people forget about in a couple of days. Of course. And it's just like, uh, you know, I got all these likes and stuff and they look at like how much they thousand to 500 to 10,000. It's just like, exactly. anybody thinking about that today? I want to be like, pass. Yeah. I want to be like the Mona Lisa of photography. Yo. Oh, when people, people go to Paris, what do they always want to go see? The Mona Lisa. Let Lisa. me go see. The Mona Lisa been painted. The Eiffel Tower for, as well. Yeah. Eiffel Tower. And those <laughs> both things have been built years ago, yeah. centuries ago. But you see the people that made it, they may be dead, Historic. but their arts lived on no, forever. Like Mona Lisa. Lisa. People, that's priceless. priceless. I'm talking about, and if they did put a price on it, it would probably cost the whole city just for someone to buy it. I mean, maybe more. even more. Yes. Maybe even more. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, <laughs> that's what I want to do with my art. Yeah. Make it more than just a picture. People think that now since we got cell phones, you know, we got iPhones with three cameras on the back of it. Now people think photography's dead. We could just do it on a phone. But when you actually have the camera in your hand and you're capturing something that's more than just a photo, mm-hmm. it's art. That's why I don't call my stuff photography. I call it art. art. And the reason why I came up with my name was because photography is another form of visual arts. So mm-hmm. that's why I came up with Cam's Visual Arts. That's how I got my name if people don't know. Because I felt like instead of saying photography, it's visual, but it's art. Because you can make something that people don't have to taste, people don't have to touch. You can only visualize and conceptualize through your mind. 
of how you're going to see that because art is different by everyone's thoughts. You may think a dog in a house means this, maybe means loneliness, maybe means, okay, this is the only thing he has connected to him. Or you may come and think that that's his home, he's guarding it. Maybe think that it's just a picture of a dog in somewhere where he feels like it's solitude for him, somewhere where he feels like this is what he knows besides the outside world. Mm. So different perspective leads to different judgment where leads to different forms of depicting art and how a person takes it. Because I don't like when people say, how do you take your art? Because you're going to think differently of it. You're going to think differently of it. Some people may like it. Some people may not. Do you think there's always, there, there will ever be a right way to make art? No. Everyone's going to do different things. Hmm. Some people, like literally, I didn't risk my life a lot. A lot. <laughs> like, and Mike can tell you in the back, I risk my life a lot. And it's not because I just have a death wish, but you got to risk it. Because hmm. I feel like if, if, if you're going to die... At least die for something you believe in. Die for something that's worth dying for. Don't die because you want to be scared or you want to just do something out of impulse. Straight up. I'm, and I'm like I said, not trying to say I immediately, initially put myself in danger because I have my family, I have my mom, there's people to think about, you know, so it's not that, but just I want to go out. I literally was on the uh, roof of the, um, it's like the, the temple shoot that I did. Yeah. Uh, I was literally on the roof of that. Like, and I was scared. I ain't gonna lie. I thought I was gonna fall through, Bruh. but I was on the roof of that shooting and it felt alive i felt alive in that situation it's probably that, that adrenaline, that adrenaline. yeah and it's like creating something that and man when i get those behind the scenes pictures back i would definitely send those to you that Just was another thing i wanted that. to ask you go ahead uh so as far as adre adrenaline though that just comes with being like in a really dangerous space but mm -hmm. we talked with carrie and i shared with him my like moment of like whenever you finish with an art project yeah in Carrie's case, he stacked chairs and he just dove on the stage face first and just laid there and just mm. soaked mm. in that energy. For me, mm. it was performing in Top Dog Underdog and mm. doing the role of Booth, mm. killing it, seeing all these people, like all my loved ones there and just yeah, like I'm too. so overwhelmed with these yeah. emotions and it's working through my chest and I cry. I've never cried after performing on stage. And I, I just like, as soon as I got off stage, I collapsed. Mm. And I was just like, this is, this is it. Like, if, if there is no other way, like, in terms of soul, this would be my spark. Mm -hmm. So, have you ever, like, experienced anything like that? Like, something so surreal to where you just, like, wow, I'm overcome with emotions after doing that. Like, I did that When shit. I was in California, and me, Mike, and Antonio, shout out to Antonio as well. Shout out to Antonio Lasata? Yes. And always. <laughs> yeah. always. 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 So Period. We went to California, and... um we went down to the beach. Mm. It was uh, down near Long Beach and the coast, it kind of felt like almost like it was just a big cliff like you would see on a, a cartoon or something. Mm. Then just has the Pacific Island just for miles. That's all you can see. I mean, the island. It was ocean, oh movie. my God. Don't, 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 hold on, sorry. Don't, don't, I didn't mean to say island, ocean, my bad, y'all, but continue. No, 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 that's all, no, that's all I wanted to say. I was like, if y'all haven't seen it, bro, it's straight out of a movie, bro. Exactly, so we were- We'll go ahead and uh, post it in the, in the video below so yes. you can see it. Yes. Yeah. So basically, I was there by the Pacific Ocean, and wow. we were just on the rocks. And you no know, Galveston, it's okay, but you know it's just Galveston. I hate yeah. to be that type of guy, but it's it's just Galveston. There's really no emotion. It was an ocean, but bro. Seeing in the ocean, and it was during sunset too, so we saw the clear, not a cloud in the sky. And just, we did a shoot for actually a brand for this girl that she hit me up. She was like, yo, you can use any of my pieces. I was like, dope. So we went and we shot Antonio. And we had the old VHS uh, camcorder. We yes. just went out there and videoed it. And it was just so beautiful seeing that we did <laughs> the mission. And we're like, it was just a crying moment. And just feeling that emotion, feeling that we're here. Hmm. Feeling we're not in one place, we're in another place. Because I feel like everyone has to expand. And everyone has to move out. 
And I will say this, you know, since we're kind of bringing it up already, I feel like this. There's been a lot of changes happening. A lot of people are coming from New York and California to here. And a lot of people are saying we need to wait. And don't get me wrong, there could be some truth to that, but we don't know how long. Just because a designer comes from New York doesn't mean that he's going to come where he was in New York and just start something here. Because mm -hmm. it takes time getting buildings, setting up studios, everything. But when it comes to just going out of here, there's a lot of people going out. And it's a big switch. I just got done talking to Mike in the car that it's a big migration. People that may have lived in New York and L.A. and tired of it because of expenses or living, they're coming to places like Texas because the cost of living is lower. And they're going to help elevate the creative scene. So then maybe years later, if you guys decide to move out or me and Mike, when we decide to move out, then we're going to come back and we're going to see totally difference. But also, we're moving out, so then the people that, we kind of replace them. But so it's a new a town. where you just like, since you've moved out, you feel like you're out of touch now. And you don't feel like you were one of the reasons why it's being built up now. But I feel like, it, but it's, it's the pioneership. It's the pioneership. That's, that's, yeah. that's and what I I'm feel saying. like we that's... started it. So no matter what, I can say I was here when there was nothing. So I don't care if I was not there for the come up. That's right. not my job. Right. There's sometimes your purpose in life is just to create the presence. So when people see the name Cam's Visual Arts, that's a hometown hero like Travis Scott. Because yeah. Travis Scott went to L.A. And let's be fair, he blew up more in L.A. than what he did in Houston. Because when he was in Houston, I didn't really hear about him before he came back. Mm -hmm. Started doing shows. Bring an Astro Fest. That's investing back in your community, mm -hmm. into your home state. So wow. me, I'm going to go to L.A. I buy more with LA only because I feel like that's the space I'm in right now. I do not hate Houston. I do not loathe Houston. It's just I feel like I've outgrown. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs to expand, especially me being 20. I can't say Houston's where I want to be forever because I haven't expanded yet. How can you truly say you want to be here when this is the only place you've known? Period. So it's kind of hard to just say that. Now, you may feel that way because you have you know significant other here, your family's here. Things are going good, and that's fine. If you just generally feel that way, do what you need to do. But for me, I want to experience others. I want to experience other life. So then if I come back and say, okay, this is where I want to be. I know I've done that, been there, lived there. It's cool. And then I'll still be investing in my community, putting people on from Houston, making connections, gapping that bridge. That's what you have to do. Make, make a connection. Make bring it back to the city, bro. I, I just I, don't, I do not want to interrupt anything you're doing. I've really go been ahead, trying dude. so hard to be quiet just because I'm like just immersed, but I'm literally goosebumping hard oh, man, shit I appreciate right now. That, and I just want to say this, it's, it's also that like the city that you represent is your choice. You yes. don't have to be in that city to represent that city. What you do, the things that you create, the things that Cam is creating, uh, it, 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 it speaks much larger than just a location. But when people exactly. start doing research on Cam and they're trying to figure out like, yo, who's this new cat? He just moved to LA, fucking literally shook the scene. He's doing uh, campaign shoots. He's doing, he's working with like all the top models here right now. Like, well, like everyone wants to work with Cam Visual Arts. And people are like, yeah, he from Houston. And yeah. now Houston's in the conversation. Mm -hmm. In the same way with Trap, in the same way with Don Toliver, in the same way with Kerry Fagan, right. in the same way with all these artists mm -hmm. that, 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 that are, getting out of their own way mm -hmm. really because i'm gonna be real with you that the, the whole mindset of like yo we gotta, home. we gotta build it from here coming right. from the ground that's not it man and, and i'm gonna tell you i'm looking to the camera right now for everyone that's disagreeing with us right now if you think in a year or two not even less than five years if you think Houston's gonna become la or new york in less than five years you're sadly mistaken you need to wake up and i hate to be that type of guy you could be talking shit about me right now through the camera or through the phone but i'm saying like literally it's not gonna happen and we can't we wish it could happen but it's not because 
still LA and New York, those are the big markets. Mm. Fashion, music, movies, period. those are the big markets. Period. Exactly. And look how long it took Tyler Perry to bring something to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. He still had that notion of he didn't want to go to Hollywood and build something, but it didn't take him two years. years to build it didn't take yeah. him three years. It took him a while. This man's a almost like a decade. Work. Mm -hmm. And I've so, been watching Tyler Perry since we were in the long, car moving from New Orleans. Watching his DVDs, you know, Medea, like, shit like that. Like, I've been watching his shit from the mud, bro. And it takes time to and do I that. I love to see his growth. And yeah. it's like, now he's just doing that, and it's 2021. Mm -hmm. So, it's possible it can grow Houston, but it's gonna need more than five years to do it. It may take 10. may take 20, but it will happen. I've heard Austin's growing. I've heard Austin's kind of a mini Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I've heard that, you know, Houston, with the rap scene, is getting bigger and better. But for me, to be honest, the reason why, also why I feel like, Hopefully, I will get a chance to move because to me, fashion in Houston is not where I want to be yet. Mm. And er I will say this comfortably without saying too many things. Most of my big paid stuff has come from L.A. And I feel like I have to go there to see for myself how I can fare. Mm. And a lot of people in influential places that I do know that I'm not going to say right now that hit me up are from L.A. And instead of conforming to the L.A. way, I'm going to bring Houston. Houston I'm going to bring my fashion, my vision to there. So when I come, like when I was just down in L.A., right, um, Joya Jackson, she is a choreographer. I don't like to say dancer because she's professional. She's worked with many celebrities, danced for many music videos, and I'll leave it like that. And so True. love her to death. When I came to there, she actually hit me up. And when we were going to L.A., you know, COVID hit, so we had to push it back. But when I finally went, I said, I want to do fashion. I don't want to do the simple LA, you know, IG influencer model, you know, shit. I want to do fashion. Mm. You want to create so, your own yes. work? And so, your own material, your yes. own fashion. Exactly. So when me, Mike, and Antonio went out there, mm. we really, she already had the fit. She showed it to me. We were creating the same thing we do here. Because all I use is reflector and sunlight. I don't use no lights. I don't use anything. Just a reflector and sunlight. That's all. Many that people always, crazy. Many oh, people like, always ask me, yo, what lighting? It? Yeah. Mike, tell you. Like, listen, Mike's just like, yep. <laughs> like, 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 yes. like, like, I don't, oh, I don't. Like, nah, like, like, what? what, what I'm dead ass watching YouTube videos on how to light videos better. <laughs> and reflector and sunlight. And yeah. that's some real that shit. Oh, and the ladder. And a la hey, the, the ladder, yeah. I see it, bro. I see, like, the, the perspectives that you're shooting this at, mm -hmm. like, it almost feels like it's from a drone shot at exactly. times. Like, the, 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 the shoot that y'all, you and Mike just dropped, Mike wearing the, the red, Red pumper yeah, jacket. Yeah, the, the bag. Yeah, the bag. The, the bag. Yeah, big, big, bag, yeah. Like th that moment, that that, like him. That, oh, that, I, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that position, <laughs> yeah. This is a cam position. I should you not. Like this is like this is a this is a Mike HTX bro. Like that that like getting the bag and running and like that mid run stop. But like it was literally just grass. <laughs> Like that. <laughs> like I don't, when I, I don't know if y'all uh, listen to the band Sales at all. No. I don't think so, unfortunately. No. They have this like this distinct cover art, and I'll go ahead and like post it here. But it, it's just like a hodgepodge of different like little like hand like you know a cherry, a grape, like just these different like behind mm -hmm. a really nice uh, vague like background, and it just that's what it took me like I that's what that image took me to like just this guy with a giant with a, with a fucking backpack and his oh and I, like, see what, I see it i see it I like see you know it. what i'm saying yeah. like that this, yeah like and that was natural that was man-made this is like this is graphic designs here but i'm like that was really cool for me to like see i was like bro this yeah because like, i mean you don't you stuff. don't just how you guys are working with your setup right mm -hmm. you don't need all the expensive equipment like i said i come out there with a reflector my camera and my ladder 
That's it. And actually, I didn't even use the ladder for that one. I actually climbed on top of the fort and I shot it from he the roof. He climbed on top of the fort. He had to say, he had to climb on top of the motherfucking fort <laughs> to get that. You know what I'm trying to say? So really, it's like, you know, it's pretty easy, but it's just, I, I'm I'm just like, I, I work with what I got. Yeah. My surroundings. I'm yes, going, thanks. and you see, I'm actually, see, for me, I'm making the most out of Texas. I know some people say, well, you know, if you go to LA, you know, then all this, da, 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 but I'm still trying to make the most of Texas. Like the next shoot I'm doing, I can't say much, mm. but I will say it's going to be fashionable. Some outfit y'all haven't seen before I've ever used. Huh. And it's going to be at this place in, um, I think it is uh, um, New Six. Fuck, I forgot the name of it. But it's some it's somewhere down there. Eagle? No, 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 not Eagle. New it was golf. New Golf. There you go, New, new golf. golf. Yeah, I'm about to say New Sea Golf, but New <laughs> Golf. And it's like this dope structure. Like I said, I can't say too much because I want to give it away. But it is it New golf, yes. Okay. You have to look. Me and Mike scour the whole internet. Yo, bruh. Finding locations. <laughs> oh, like, you talking to the same whole, people right now. Like, <laughs> we yeah. be driving in the Toyota cab and just yes. looking. Like, and you see something you ain't never seen before? Exactly. No, up. literally. Let I just In most locations, I've never looked up. I just drove past it. And I just take a mental note. People are like, how you get the locations? I just drive past it. It's everyday driving. That's it. Your brain is your most powerful tool. You know, tool. Yeah. So you need to use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Creativity. And it's so funny because I preach individuality and individualism you got to be your own individual you can't worry about even though travis scott is my favorite i can't worry about being him i gotta be myself mm. too many people try to emulate artists There's already that's a why travis scott. that's what i'm trying to say so when people get in the music industry and i don't know the music industry deep deep so i'm not going to speak on too much but what i can say is this you trying to copy travis scott playboy cardi's flow there's already one of those so why did they need one and then you wonder why all these other artists are getting blown up that are stupid or they're cringy because they're different each one of them brings something different. Like Mario Judah. Even though some people Fucking may think he's guy, trash, man. that he's different. You never saw a dude that yeah, talks yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like, know, like, you never seen all. somebody that does that. But he's something different. Lil Uzi and Bert, then when Lil he came Uzi out. Bert when he mm-hmm. came out, that's different. Lil Yachty with the red hair when he came out, speaking about different, you know, calling himself Lil Boat. These are things that you cannot fake or you cannot copy no. and expect to be a, you know, expect to be a gimmick or expect to be something. Even Lil Nas X, yeah. he was smart and he came with a whole new different flow. He Here. said, I'm not going to go the rap route. I'm going to go blend it with country. Mm-hmm. I won't be alternative. But you see, he made it work for him. Mm-hmm. So I can't come and say, okay, I'm trying to make my art exactly like Tyler Mitchell mm-hmm. and then expect for me to get in the industry because they're going to be like, well, you're trying to be like him. Mm-hmm. I can take inspiration. I can see where he's coming from, study his pictures, study, watch his interviews, see where his mind's at, and then kind of switch my dynamic and make my art, I guess, more in tune with someone I, I, I really look up to and, and see and study him. Because everyone needs to study somebody Here. to be great. So Here. when you do that... Is Tyler Mitchell your primary like, yes, folk yes. point of study? I love him. I love him. Tyler Mitchell. Because he was 20 years old when he captured the Beyonce cover, if I'm not mistaken. So a 20-year-old man. which one? Which uh, one? The Vogue. Vogue Mm. one. So when he did that at my age, that just shows you that you can do anything. Mm. And people like to hate on me for my age like it's my fault. Like, you're 23. (laughs) I can't help that. (laughs) I can't help that. My bad, I'm going all in right now. My my bad, I'm 10 toes deep. No. I'm sorry. And it's like God gave you the same, or, you know, God, whoever people believe in or whatever people believe in, gave you the same amount of years. That you're alive, you're breathing, you know, to be thankful and to make some of yourself. So if you chose to do 1920 partying, which no problem with partying, but if that was your sole focus and you weren't worried about trying to make something of yourself at that point in time, don't get mad at me because you're 23, 24, haven't gotten nowhere, but yet you're mad at me because I'm young doing it. Like, mm-hmm. it's my life. I can choose to do what I want to do. 
Mm. I'm not affecting you. I'm not hurting your life. So mm. why are you mad at me? Because you're not there. I think it's just people having that kind of like overseer mentality of like, I'm older, so I know better, uh, which is not the case at all. You can learn anything from like Anybody. somebody, you mm. know what I'm saying? Just the guy coming through to pick up our trash, to a janitor. I to, learned the most from my three-year-old nephew. Yeah, you know, to every single your day. nieces and nephews and exactly. your brothers and sisters. Period. Like you can get that work from anybody. Exactly. Let somebody will, like and let you know. And then some people may be like, it's not that big of a deal, but you'll be surprised how many people like age gatekeep or may say sly stuff behind your back because you are. Surprised. Yes, we're not. <laughs> no. I mean, in this industry, I would assume like there are a lot of like spiteful and. You know, egotistical people. Have you ever come across anybody like that at all? Um, or like, how, how would say, you say? How would you navigate those kind of? Like, see, the industry. I'm not gonna lie. It's 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 very depressing, and I'm okay. not gonna lie. It's it's one of the most isolating industries mm. in the world. Mm. Music, fashion, all that together. It sucks. I'm not gonna lie. And for people that think, you know, I'm trying to, you know, get ahead of myself because I got a little bit of clout or that they are having me on the show or whatever. Trust me, it's not as easy. I'm not perfect. I made mistakes too, nothing major that would get me in trouble, but I made mistakes. I've not done everything right, but at the same time, it's like, it's You're very isolated. Yeah, I'm a You're human being. You're trying your best but, to do it as best you can. But people, when you get up there, people treat you like a robot, and it really does. And, and people want to, people want the lifestyle, people want to have all the interviews and this oh. and that, but they don't understand that when you get to a certain point, people treat you like a robot. Now it's more of just, hey, when are we going to shoot? No, really, can't even have a conversation with nobody no more these days. It's like that dealer to like. Yeah. It's like, it's like the plug. <laughs> hey, can I just get some? Can I get two grand? Ain't nothing man? I hate more than a motherfucker asking if we got weed. And I'm just yes, like, we got the juice. Nigga, we just went through a whole ass winter storm. Like, and you like how, how am I doing? How are we doing? Is your family exactly. all right? Are exactly. you good? Is there anything? Can I bring you some, like, you know what I'm saying? You need a meal? You want some food? Like, yeah. these. And I feel like people tend to confuse a general conversation or something just simple as that as to okay we trying to be your friend now mm. when we could never you know say if we weren't on here and we weren't talking previous i could just see you on the street and maybe i'm just like yo hey what's going on like just simple conversation and hey we dipping out going back to our respective lives mm. but people think that having a deep conversation or just having a good conversation in general is okay they're trying to get they're trying to know me they're trying mm. to get a way to understand who I am as a person when I didn't initiate it. I didn't ask for you to want to get to know me. And I'm just like, come on. What's up know? with that? What's though? up with that? Like, I don't know. Like, for me, I try to. <laughs> I, I try, See, if I don't want to mess with someone or don't want to talk to somebody, I may not be rude about it. I still may give a good conversation, just not initiate conversation with them as much. But if I have no problem with just sitting down talking to people, mm -hmm. I guess, you know, I don't know. It's just different. As I've grown now and from 19 to 20, and from 18 when I first started, my junior year in high school to my senior, that is just like, okay, you know, like I've grown to a point where now like I gotta only do what I feel like is good for me. Right. And good for people like Mike and good for people like Antonio that's been around me, that's been like, for real, like been one of my best and friends. And banning your flame. Yes. Like I'm mm -hmm. sure they like help you with, you know, your concepts and like, mm -hmm further like push you to do better in your career like and the reason why and i'll say this and i have no problem saying this in front of mike because he's one of my best friends like me if you would ask me like two three years ago would i met him on social media because he paid me for a shoot and uh, we actually it was like, really fire it was really fire for where i was at the time and he's always been there you know and i never thought that i would ever bond with somebody off social media like that but just having two mindsets that are the same and I appreciate that. And that's why he's always been my brother. And that's why every time I have an ad campaign or something like that, yeah, I do put him on because that's my family. 
You know, that's that's someone who I consider my brother. So if people get mad at me, and I don't care if people get mad at me, and they say, "Oh, well, you need," I mean, I do use other models, but he's my family. He's you my brother. There. You were and there. I'll put, the fort. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, he, he, he was there you when I was there, nothing. You know what I mean? He was that's there when I reached twenty k. He was there when I reached ten k. I was literally. I remember when we shot the Dior campaign, mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna go into any specifics, but when we did get twenty twenty one Dior campaign culture magazine. <laughs> Sorry, when, I, I just know like in the future people hope, are gonna try to figure hope. out which Dior campaign. It's that one. But basically, you know, when we did. It. And I saw, and I always tell myself, when I saw the look on his face when he got tomorrow the clothes and it was on him, and we had talked about it, I, I, I'll keep it. It's like it brought me like emotional because it's like that's what we had talked about. And to see him doing it, it felt like the progression. We talked on the phone so many times, yo, but we're going to do this. We want to shoot Dior. We want to shoot this and that. And seeing him do that, it's not even about me, just seeing someone else happy like, because I talked guy. to him. That's yeah, that's guy. my guy. That's your brother. You know, we talked about shit. that. You feel me? So that's always going to be my brother for life, no matter oh. what. And I just had to say that because I feel like too many people, they get jealous. When you try to put your friends on, like that's my that's my family. Bro, Mike, get in the frame. Get, get in the frame. Come on, Mike, get in the frame. Mike, get in the frame. Get in the frame, Mike. Yo, this Mike, is Mike was over there by the business. Yo, I had to say it. I'm sorry. Like I don't care what no one got to say. That's my brother, and yeah. I don't care what nobody. And I'll I, even if you don't want to be in there, I'm gonna still shut him out because that's someone who's always been there for me, and yeah. I don't care. I don't care if no one got a problem with it. I'll fight over this one. Period. I don't care. So. No, yeah, I, like on the topic of Mike mm -hmm. and on the topic of like your team, the people that's been with you, um, two questions and mm -hmm. you can answer however it makes most sense. Mm -hmm. But one, oftentimes people are always asking like, who are you studying? Like, who are the people that you are learning from? Mm -hmm. Or like, who are the people like that, that under you that like that are younger than you that you are pulling inspiration from? Mm -hmm. But like, genuinely, who are your contemporaries? Like people that you see that... It doesn't get, like who are names people that you notice that you're like damn like this person is same age as me kind of uh, uh, doing the same things that I'm doing in some mm -hmm. ways or uh, have the same type of drive even if it's not the same style of medium of art mm -hmm. who would you consider your contemporaries currently currently if names are coming to mind I would say that number one has to be Tyler Mitchell of course number two has to be Pop Smoke, only because I never knew he was my age or close to our age until he passed away. Word. Just the fact that he passed away at such a young age, like, and he was on a bigger scale than me, mm -hmm. you know? He was already making Fucking lots of money. okay, Actually, though, like... Like, I did not know his age. And, I thought he was a lot older than me, but Spoils. I did when he died, yeah, mm -hmm. and just his look. But I was like, yo, like, he did it. Yeah. He was able to see his dreams come alive, and now he was had money to you know supply his parents and his mom and his dad and just you know put his people on. Another person is Michael Jackson, actually. Even though he's not current, Michael Jackson was singing. Even though even though a lot of people say it was forced and his father made him do it, but just realizing that if you have talent and the right people behind you, you can be that young and make it. Like I know more of that now is morally TikTok, and I don't have no problem with TikTok. I just know that a lot of people are younger now that I guess blowing up, and there seem to be a mm. constant hate of young people blowing up on TikTok. Now, the ones that actually have talent, I don't mind. Yeah. But the cringy ones, yeah. That's, I don't really like that. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all that. Yeah. Which was originated by a black yes. woman. So Yes, exactly. Oh. Exactly. You know, and, that's What's that camera? I just, you know, like, I just had to mention that. And you were saying, man. That, that was pretty much it. Like, those people right there, um, and really just, I like, you know, I really grew up around a lot of people, I guess, older than me. Like mm. I said, I feel like there's a gap. When you leave high school, because high school is really when everyone kind of goes their separate ways, majority of the time, oh, that you really only have, and this is facts. This is not me just making it up because I'm one of them, but I feel like this is actual. 
less than 5% actually get up in the media. You know them. You hear about them later on in life. They're doing something. Majority of the people kind of follow the regular college route or go do a regular job, which is mm-hmm. perfectly fine. But I guess for me, kind of reaching out and seeing, you know, different creatives, I haven't seen anyone... A lot of people around. Oh, also Monique. She is a she is a very Monique is Monique, in L.A. Bro. Monique is in L.A. Monique. I Monique is one of the best self-portrait photographers. Shout out to her if you ever watch it. And literally, like, I didn't know. Oh, I got to show you a word. Let me pull it up on Instagram. I got you. Oh, you got it? Okay. I got you, bro. Literally, she was around my age. Or she's about 20, 21. And she started recently, too. She started. 20, Yeah, she started like a year ago two years ago something uh, like that so, something like she didn't tell was, me it was very recent but yeah recently when I, she's I remember correctly. yeah and so that was one person i was forgetting but yeah she's big she has a big tiktok phone like huge like, <laughs> like but, but, oh, but, before sure. we get started i just want to first and foremost say if you the people getting mad at people for being a little <laughs> bit late or having to reschedule <laughs> you a white supremacist <laughs> and i do not know why you are trying to keep my oh, life my in, in this medium that i cannot I got places to be things to do. I am doing it. All right. I'm sorry. I'm going to be there when I'm going to be there. And I'm going to be there. And when I'm there, I'm there. Sorry. Uh, But uh, where we left off was we were talking about an incredible LA-based model. Her name is Monique. And uh, self-portrait photographer. Self-portrait photographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 I, I, I say I, I say model first because that's what I see, and I forget she whole ass takes she's, the pictures. She takes the photos by herself. herself. I like, literally, Let me bro, see. you gotta oh, see. Bro, okay, she okay. takes the photos by herself, G. Bro, like, like everything, all setup is oh, literally it's all her. Yeah, the yeah. setup, everything, the hair, the setup, everything is all her. Like she literally takes like, everything. You see that this one. Like, and the quality is still so amazing. Like, most people would have trouble taking self-portraits, but, like, the fact that she can this set all this up. so insane, bro. Yeah, this one? Wild. Yeah. I'm as, yes. Like, in the water. flowers in here. Bro. In the fact, flowers? yes. Oh, my God. See, look at that. Creativity, Please. like, makeup, everything. Photos taken by, modeled by, edited by, makeup by, creatively directed by. Me. Her. Like, literally, <laughs> like, how do you not know? Like, that's, ooh, just yeah, crazy. Man. I love I, that. I, I yes. Sleeping. Shout out to Monique. Dude, Definitely. Man, Give her a follow. How, how did that connection happen with you um, and Monique in LA? We had, I believe, I think I had asked somebody or I was talking to somebody and I don't think if they knew Monique or that they no, just. It was, it was me. It was you? Yeah, because okay. I. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it I was forgot. Me. Like, I don't know somebody else. But away from no, Mike, no, I know yeah, somebody no. else mentioned that as well to me. I think they knew. No, but it, Mike mostly was like, you know, we're trying yeah, to Yeah, because we're on, I'm on TikTok, right? Yeah. Hey, Mike, what's your TikTok? <laughs> it's just saying my Instagram, Mike.htx. You know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> always plug yourself. <laughs> Period. Of course. <laughs> of course. But um yeah, um so around the time when we started like posting our work, that was like back in August. Um those yeah, it was a lot yeah, of like, yeah, like, like photographers and models mm-hmm. that um that I caught on TikTok and she was one of the models that I caught on TikTok and I gave her a follow. And um yeah, it just really just progressed through there and then once we were in LA I was like um Yo, G, you know, you should work with Monique. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah you work with Monique. And so he, he thought, yeah, he thought she was in New York, but um, oh, yeah, in LA at the time. She was so. managed by someone in New York. Yeah. Mm. I was hurt because I'm about to say, like, you know, when I see that most people, I was like, dang, like, she's in New York. But and then I'll, you're like, whoa, wait, she's actually in LA. Yeah, exactly. I hit her up. I hit her up last minute. I'm not going to lie. It definitely yeah. wasn't like planned ahead. It was like, hey, yo. What was like all the work, though? This is something I always ask artists just because it's something that I want to learn more how to do because i think i think i think at our, at our core at our core our core our strength is in collaboration how do you reach out to people to collaborate and how should people reach out to you to collaborate um i'm gonna say this because this is very important okay i'm looking at the camera when i say this okay 
It's like, <laughs> zoom in all my stuff when I say this. When I come to people and I want to collaborate, hey, I want to collaborate. <laughs> That's it. Boom. I don't do nothing. Um, my work speaks for itself. No, <laughs> I've like seen I've seen everybody gum through every wish away. I'm talking about it's ridiculous how many people come to me. I ain't seen some people shoot their shot far away. Some people come in close. Bruh. Some people flip a burger. And yes. yes. I don't know, but some people literally. I just one person sent me like eight videos explaining why they wanted to collab with me. And like he was a cool dude, but like I ain't never had that before. Yeah, it was it was tough. And he and he wasn't even in Texas. He was outside of Texas. And he was like, I can doubt like people really be down to travel and stuff. And you know, we need you on this. Say like, I know, but Superman he can only fly like when when if Kryptonite ain't around him right now. I feel like I'm in Kryptonite, and it's not bad, but it feels like I'm not as strong as I could be. When I leave out of Texas, right? When we went to LA, it's like I was in a mind just free zone. I could think, felt the air, was out on a mountain. Me and Mike, we was up on the mountains, mountain thinking, mountain climbing, yeah, you feel me? Climbing. And, you know, that shoot was amazing, one of my most favorite shoots. And it's like we were just really in a different space, a different zone. That's why I say get out of your environment because you're going to feel yeah. free. Let me tell you something. I mean, yep. I, I can protest that this is real because, first of all, I feel like it was just bad luck when we came back to Texas because when we landed, it was nighttime. And here's what I mean. We landed. First of all, the flight coming in, landing was kind of rough. I ain't gonna lie, it was kind of bumpy. <laughs> then, yeah, was, <laughs> like, was, wait, was, wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, okay, okay. That was what it was. Then when we landed. It's like, at least for me personally, I can't speak for Mike or Antonio, but for me, I felt like a force foot had like closed on me, like something a weight had lifted back onto me. Mm. When I left LA, I just felt free. My mind felt free, my body felt free. Soon as I touched down on Texas, boom, just like that. I felt like some had just put something or restriction down on me and it just didn't feel right. I, and I told Mike and Antonio, I felt that way. And then literally to make things worse, we were literally on the runway because a plane was in our gate. So we had to wait till the plane bagged out for like 30 minutes. They okay, said 10. And then we had to wait. And I'm just like, you see, this already a bad sign, bad karma coming through. But I, I still love Texas, though. You know, it's been my home. I've been out to West Texas, been out to Dallas, been out to San Antonio. So I've explored everything. But it's just get out and do something new. Because I feel like so many people, and it's crazy because so many people hate on people in LA or they hate people in LA. And the main thing is, the oh, people who go to LA. Yeah. And it'd be like, Oh, well, LA's fake. But there's people talking about you in your own backyard. People like, talking about you on the crapper. People look, talking man, about you anywhere. Hey, so I'm like, what one thing for show, people always gonna, gonna be talk talking about shit. So it's like, yes, is LA more known for that? Okay, fair. I'll give it that. But just because people are cause I think people confuse bluntness for honesty. Mm. Cause someone could lie to you but look blunt. I could say I don't like this and that with a straight like look on my face, but I could be lying. It's true. But I could just tell it to you. So just because people in, in New York are more blunt and I guess more honest when they're blunt to your face does not mean that it's always true. Mm -hmm. But I feel like people have gotten into a fact of what other people say, I'm just going to repeat the same story. Mm -hmm. Did you go out to L.A.? Did you experience something bad? If you did so, maybe you have more reason and validity to say L.A. is this and that. But if you never went to L.A. What the fuck are you talking you, about? And right you now? listen to somebody just because they went out there themselves and you have not experienced it. Why do you it? not have your own opinion? Yes. Because <laughs> everyone, things. that's the only thing. Oh, L.A., they're this and that. And everybody wants to go to L.A. Well, where do you want me to go? Arkansas? Kansas? Bro, I'm a to Florida? Hey, bro. You want to go where the Trump supporters are? Man, this is all I can say, man. What I've learned is that it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you have. Like, mm -hmm. truly, truly, going back to what you said earlier, like, creativity comes from the mind. It comes from your brain. comes from your thoughts. comes from you experiencing your life and then taking those experiences and translating it in a medium that people can consume and experience and have their own experiences through that. And so, like, 
to the people that hate on like to, to the people that's on your tribalism shit to, to on on your like on your I'll rep my set till I die type shit bro repping your set is pushing yourself to where you can go mm-hmm. and knowing that when you are in a place of stagnancy pushing yourself to be in a place of uncomfortability like putting yourself in a situation in an environment in a whole literal city you have never been to it's like right. it's like you're at a wall like if there's a little probably about maybe like a couple few feet wide wall and you keep running into that wall because you're determined to break through it. You're never gonna break through that brick wall if you have nothing to break through it with. Oh. Like, but 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 if you but we some people this. choose we to, to hear this. some people choose to go around the wall. And you may say, oh, you're taking the easy way out. Oh, you're trying to find what's on the other side through the easy way. You're not putting in the hard work in terms of building up Houston in comparison. Mm. But I'm just like, some people need to go around the wall so that they'd be like, okay, I see what's around the wall. Now let me come back to in front of the wall and let me use these tools I got from either around the wall or from another place to help you break down that wall. Mm. So for me, I may come back and start an agency in Houston. I may come back and bring fashion to Houston, but we're not gonna do that if we don't go out, if we don't leave. I don't understand how, how can you dig a hole with the shovel that you've been using for the exact same 10 years? Get a different shovel so you can dig the hole faster. You can dig the hole stronger. Maybe even make a a bigger dent because the shovel's bigger than what you last purchased it. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying, if you keep working with the same materials, but depending on people from LA and New York to send you stuff, it's not going to work. Me expecting LA and New York to send me a bunch of stuff to raise up Houston. I'm one man. We need a whole collective. But yet then again, we want to be backstabbing. People want to say, oh, you know, we can't trust nobody in Houston. We can't do this and that. Well, then what is there? You can't eat your cake. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. Do you feel like that's the the main thing that's limiting Houston from being Atlanta or LA? To be honest, it is. Because, well, I'll say it like this. Music-wise, we're pretty much... We just need to go up a level, but we're pretty much at the top for music. Fashion and like literally, else, like, like Meg Thee Stallion, Beyonce, Travis, like literally, so long, we've had so long, like oh, literally, God. so people in Come music, on, bro. people in music, here if you don't fuck with Houston music, people in <laughs> people in music, they just need to learn. If I if I can give one advice, I'm not here to tell people in music what to do. If you're listening and you're in your, I'm watching and seeing music or you're doing music, but do not try to be like everybody else. And I know people's like, nah, he don't understand. I'm not trying to be like everybody else. Well, your style or your cadence or what you're rapping about is what all rappers rap about: guns, money, sex, drugs. Now, now the rage, and I'm just like, okay, you're rapping about that, but everyone's done that. Mm. For example, Kanye, me and me and Mike both, we love Kanye, and to see a man that did not capitalize off murder, mm-hmm. didn't capitalize off drugs, maybe a little Real bit of women lying, like he capitalized shit. off that, and he made his own voice. So you're telling me that Kanye can rap completely different, not about anything that most rappers will rap about today. Even Tyler the Creator, he literally brought his own style, and now he's here. <laughs> but yet people want to try to do the same stuff that Young Boy. Travis, Playboy Cardi, Little Baby, it's all these people—it's a waste of time. Like, take it as inspiration. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if you want to mimic it, mimic it, and then fucking flip it. No, exactly. Do it backwards. That true do it start from the do. middle. Like when you just look at and people used to clown people for listening to Tyler Creator. Now everyone's like, he felt that. He felt like actually though. Oh my god. People used to clown like literally, I did not know what Tyler Creator was, and then I found out about him. At first I thought it was weird, but I was a little bit younger when he was doing the uh you know when he was doing definitely doubles and stuff like Yonkers, really great song. And and also she with Frank Ocean, love Frank Ocean. I'm a a big Frank, Frank Ocean, Ocean fan. Every time I listen to Frank Ocean, it thinks of it thinks of I think of California. Yeah. Like Nova Kane is one of my best songs. To think of it. My dad you know? loves the hell and, out of that and song. And a lot of people they 
when when I listen to artists and get new, I want to dive into them, mm-hmm. okay? Because I know everyone. Oh, Frank, you know you got Nikes thinking about you. You know what I'm, I'm trying to say. I'm sorry, and I definitely got put on to Frank, so I definitely didn't just like just discover him myself. But I feel like either way, getting put on to somebody, it's your job to look deeper. Because mm-hmm. trying to just only focus on the popular songs, like if you say, "Hey, how, what should I listen to with Trap?" I'm gonna take you to Days Before Rodeo. Yes. I'm gonna take you to Rodeo Al even. Farrell. Al Farrell. Al I'm not gonna Farrell. let you listen to Astro World. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you already heard Astro World. Bro, this is one song that he what? made with Toro. Yes. Oh. God damn, that shit go too Just like, fucking hard. I'm like, and he already knew when he exactly. was like younger. This is like Owl Farrell days. Yes. This is Chaz Bundick's like, uh, his earlier mixtapes whenever he was fucking messing with like techno sound and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, that insight is crazy. And it's like, do that. If you want to put someone on, like, you know, go to, especially music artists because they're, some of their really great stuff is when they were younger because most of them conform to what, because if you look at Tyler, Less when Eyes he, Around You. Yeah. That, uh, Goblin Tape. Yeah. It was so unfiltered. Like, there was no restraint. You could tell, like, everything, and his beat selection, the rap was exactly. all him. And I feel like, don't get me wrong, I feel like Igor was a great album. I have no hate against Igor, but I feel like definitely you've seen, and some people say he's conformed, but also he's older now. Because, I mean, I know definitely 2010, he, you know, when Supreme, because he literally carried Supreme. I will say that Supreme would not be Box as logo. big as they, if Tyler wouldn't award so it's much. It's like, true. so it's like he kind of helped Supreme get where it is. And Supreme, like, back in 2005, 2006, Supreme mm-hmm. was just a brand. When Tyler really brought it in with the hype and they finally found out that, okay, if we get an artist to brand name this product mm. and, and wear it, other people are going to buy it. And that's and what he started. Made his own. So I feel yep. like also. And then he literally made his own. He exactly. Made his own he made his own. And it's like Tyler's also now almost either 30 or in his 30s. And I'm about to say, you don't think the same when you're 20 versus 30. Mm-hmm. He's seen different. He's experienced different. He has his own brand. He's created. I love. Too. Like, literally, like, he has his own Golf brand. Golf Floor is Golf crazy. Golf Floor is bro. crazy. Like, I want to shoot for them one day. You know, I want to. Do the that. fashion shows? Yes, oh, it's God. different. And that's why I love... See, it's LA fashion is so different. Don't mm. get me wrong. I love shooting couture, Dior, Louis Vuitton. But something about LA that people feel like they sleep on because they feel like LA is more, okay, the music star wants the fashion or they only want to wear it for status. Now, it is true. I feel like music and fashion don't mix totally because sometimes musicians just want to look good. They mm. want to be like, okay, I got this Dior shoes. I got this Dior jacket. It's a flexing mechanism. That's but why I love some, ASAP Rocky. Some, some, and Pharrell. We can't forget Pharrell. about Pharrell. Pharrell's a pioneer of the fashion. Mm -hmm. That's why I say, like, if you're not actually... See, like, ASAP Rocky will sit at a fashion show. Pharrell will sit at a fashion show. Do I think Tyler Creator will sit at a fashion show? Maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe not. But still, it's not really, like, his thing. But most artists just wear fashion to look good, Mm -hmm. not to appreciate it. I'll sit through a fashion show no matter how long it takes because I want to see the pieces. Mm -hmm. I want to be there, you know? I just, when I shoot, I want these rappers and these regular people to see that. I want you to step in my world. I'm not doing this to make you look good. What is fashion to you? Fashion is everything. It's Break couture. It it's street. You know, street, high fashion street, what me and Mike capture. We literally, everything we've gotten is thrifted. We don't shoot Dior. We don't go to the old <laughs> store and buy $2,000 shoes. Yep. We literally thrift. Yeah. We thrift like our life depends on. I shout mean, out to Area 52 as well. Shout out Area I got the pants from Area 52. Literally, bro. I, was I, like, no, I got these. I got the Yeezys and the pants from Area 52. Area 52, bro. I got them dudes that run It's so, such a unique group <laughs> of individuals. Exactly. exactly. And you can just, I have never spoken bro. to but just how they pose in most of them pictures, I just like. They come from like, like underground rap yeah. pop-ups. No. Y'all, y'all need to, you know what I mean? Y'all need to interview them. Y'all need to interview them next. Yeah, they're on the radar. Like, sure. Oh yes, them, I need to do them that. Jam stop, yeah, because I'm at Area 52 because of secondhand scoops. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're doing a hip hop vintage flea market, mm-hmm. and I remember first time, first time I, I saw Area 52, 
Like they came in some of the craziest drip I have exactly. ever seen. Exactly, they really life. dripping. And they and got great prices. Like, oh yeah, I just put this together, bro. Like <laughs> they be, they be like that for real. Cozy too, and they're cozy. They're <laughs> chill as hell. And I don't know, they're just chill as hell, bro. Area fifty two. If you ain't fucking with them. Please no, go fuck with go, them. Go mess with them. I don't, but yeah, fashion is everything to me. Mm. Fashion is street. Fashion is what you make it. I mean, like I said, that's why people, that's why I want to go to LA because LA needs, I'm going to bring that couture factor because it doesn't have it yet. Mm. And I feel like I want to become a big dog over there. New mm. York, and I'm going to keep it real. I'm a black man with dreads. Tyler Mitchell, he's he definitely is not, he's black, but definitely kind of gives that mixed light skin, like presentable to white people. Mm. And I don't mean to be racist, but that's how it is. I mean, colorism have, is a colorism, colorism is real. When, colorism when, is real. And most people that I've seen, that I've seen on Twitter. This is just me that have shot for big people that have mm-hmm. not been induced with the music, that have not yeah. been involved. Because most definitely more dark skin or more photographers that look like me, they shoot more music. But the high fashion couture, the high editorials, they're light skin, predominantly gay or some type of sexuality like that. No problem. I'm just saying that the I tr- know that there's a pattern. Because I'm about to say, there's not just a coincidence. I've not seen a person that looks like me and on shooting for Dior. Or, and when I did that, being the youngest black African-American, even just for a magazine, not even for a campaign or nothing, but just for a magazine, to shoot Dior for someone that looks like me, you know, even Carrie, a dark-skinned man with dreads, we don't see that, mm-hmm. you know? And me and him are just as qualified, but they think that, okay, if we look a certain way, that's not presentable. Right. That's not Vogue. That's not Couture because, you know, I mean, if you look at all the models, you got to be six foot five or so over six foot, have like... your hair cut, have the perfect jawline. It's like when they, and they mostly use dark skin models as more of an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not racist. We use dark skin models, but it's like, as a contrast to white models that are, in your it's like dark and so light, man, good and saying? evil. So that's why, like, we've seen it though. That's why me and Mike, <laughs> me and Mike, we were like, we're not going to follow that route. Mm-hmm. Mike literally shot Dior and he's not signed, but that's not even a, that's not a hindrance. That literally shows that you don't have to be signed. You can do whatever. That's no, why me, the illest models in the game. Literally, <laughs> no, he is the, the toughest model. Like, and that's why I feel like, like, like Mike literally does not miss. Like, do you know how hard it is to be in midair and your eye is locked right at the camera? That's hard. I didn't even did that before. His head was still. I, I I need y'all to go see this last drop they just did and tell yeah. me how did he shake his hand but his <laughs> eyes were straight. Bruh, like, and it's like and it's like you know with that it's crazy because like I said Mike's one of the best models and we really bonded over common things. Mm. You know people say that have other people with differences in your circle which is fine and you can have people with different viewpoints but having someone with the same mentality as you like me and Mike we want to get up and get it mm. and we thought that going to New York first of all it's cold as hell I'm not doing that no after this freeze I. I said no, no way. I don't want to be in any more cold places. I don't want to put some like, time. And it's like it's it could be 28, but that's the expectation. Like you can't say, yo, it's too cold. Let me do no. They expect you to go outside and shoot. And I'm just like, I can't freeze and think at the same time. It's not possible. Like my I can't have my arm freezing and about to go numb. <laughs> Wait. On the ladder, literally, like Bro, to and literally it's like that. That's why I feel like LA to me, and to be honest, I want to be a big dog and I want to create something. Just like Houston. Bring something to where people need it, where mm. people have it. People don't have many couture. There's probably some, but they're not highlighted because many people want to shoot celebrities. And I feel like I want to kick down that door and say, yo, I'll shoot you, but I want it to be fashionable. I don't want it just to be some regular stuff. Like, I don't care about your clout. 
As many people may be like, oh, that's Cap. You know, he, he if he shot Travis Scott, yeah, duh. Who wouldn't want to shoot Travis Scott? But I'm saying I want to be fashionable. I wouldn't want just being him in like what I'm wearing now, like some jeans and some Yeezys. Like that's that's average. That's more clout chasing. So that's more just taking Megan. picture of a person. Bro, yes, bro, they, 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 they older. Bro, how, do you, how you gonna do Megan Wait. the Stallion like that, bro? Bro, Harper's Bazaar basically oh. the worst photographer in man-made history. You should pull that yeah, up. Pull I'm that not gonna up. lie. And and I'm not gonna lie, no offense to the woman, because everyone thought it was a man. Mm -hmm. And really, I don't care if people may think I'm capping, but that's a black model. And you need a black photographer to shoot a black model. And I'm not trying to say it's a race thing, but it's like you cap. There's a I cap disconnect yeah, there's a disconnect. Like, like for example, I I can shoot Bella Hadid, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But a white photographer who maybe know how to kind of make sure the skin don't look too red and make sure the skin don't look, they may be able to capture her better. But me, I literally work with black models all the time. I've only shot with once. Look at her. Look, I'm gonna go back. She <laughs> looked like she's me mugging for a jail photo. Like, how you like, gonna do that to her? How, how, you, how you gonna do that? I can't look turn at it too hard. Also. Plug, bro. Like, how you gonna do that, bro? She looked like she's bro. about to die in there, bro. So it's like so flat. So look at her flat. face. Look at she don't even look like she want to be there, do bro. That girl, like that. Bro. And it's like the and worst. this is Megan the Stallion. Meg the Stallion, someone that barely takes, if any, has any bad pictures of her on the internet at all. Maybe even maybe like yeah. younger, but she mostly has good pictures. Yeah. But I'm just like you, you, you say, and it, it was a black woman, or oh and I hate to say it because I don't bring down black women at all, but I have to say that I believe it was a black woman that chose, and I'm just like she, and she even admitted she had a, she wanted to be a black person, but I guess she chose a different way. But I'm like shoot black skin from black photographers. Now don't get me wrong, if I have to shoot a white the person, right way, or, like, the right way, like if I have to shoot a white person or a person i don't care mm. i'm really not discriminative but i'm saying black representation in fashion and magazines and people like me that's why i say models have an easier time they may have a harder time making money but an easier time when it comes to i guess getting that look out there because for me if i don't look a certain way if i don't have a certain connection if i don't have an education because i'm gonna tell y'all right now for anyone that's younger not necessarily older if you want to go to school, stay in school. If you feel like that's honestly not for you, then discuss yeah. that with your parents. Feel in yourself. Don't and not because I, I I used to go to college, but I don't go anymore. So you know, and I don't want people to feel like oh if I if I do that, then I'm no. If you want to go to college. It can only benefit you in some areas. Now that debt or that money you pay, it's not going to benefit you. They're, they're they're raping you. I'm gonna keep it real. But that's as far as like getting education, like, my mom, I would say this: my mom and my dad, they're both educated. My dad's going to get his PhD. My mom has her PharmD. So my parents Bro, are very educated, and yeah. they have they have worked their life to get where I am, so they can provide for me. So that's where I get my that's where I get my work ethic from. I'm not gonna be in a position where I'm living in a good house or I'm living at a neighborhood that's not poverty stricken or the the economy economy level is lower mm. and then just do nothing mm. like i told him if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do a full out if y'all allow me to do this i'm gonna be grinding every single day i am be working doing these campaigns going on these shoots just shooting in general so i can get my art out there so that's really what it is it don't matter about where you come from or where your social class is if you have that energy if you have that dog to go get it it don't matter if you were born with a two-story house or an apartment or a one-story house in third ward or wherever you're located. It don't matter. It don't matter. You don't you, matter. you you decide how you want your story to end because your parents, that's their story. They they got married or they had you and then they're raising you, but you're the one that decides what you want to do with your legacy, not your parents. So if you want to get up and work every day and you want to be like me and get in my position, you got to work for that. If you don't want to do it, you want to enjoy life and party and hang out with your friends, that's cool too. Go and do that enjoy every day, but it's up to you at the end of the day, not your living situation, not your family. Things may hinder, you know, your living situation may hinder some factors, but it's still up to you to 
get to where you need to be right. in your own right. Because exactly. me and Mike, people can say, oh, they're from the suburbs. They ain't got no real struggle. But you don't know that because you're not in my house. You're not in his house. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Mike's just up? like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yare, Like, literally, bro. <laughs> you don't know the struggle just because people think that just because you have a big house that your mm. life is fine. Like, these celebrities don't live good just because they got a big mansion. You don't know how they live every day because oh, celebrities good. have personas. Mm. Travis Scott is a persona. Mm. Meg Thee Stallion is a persona. You don't know what happens when she takes off her makeup, gets in bed, and is a regular person. Chilling. Doesn't do nothing. You you, you don't have any cameras to see that. So how can you say, because they, they blank, because they want to shame you because your life is good. Mm. Well, you have no struggles. Because people literally get mad at me like when I try to talk to them about, you know, just, you know, some people. Not my close ones like Mike, but other people that are maybe not as close. Be like, yo, I'm going through this. Or, you know, just speak my mind. Not too mm. deep, but a little bit. And then they kind of take it as, oh, you have all these followers. You did this, you did that. You're making money. Why are you complaining? But I'm still a person. Treat me as such. Treat me as a real person. Don't treat someone as an animal. Mm. Like you could just tap on the glass when you want to get their attention, but then, oh, I, uh, they're not doing nothing, so I'm just walking by. Oh, they, they want to talk? No, I ain't. I, 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 and that's why it's that, that genuine, like someone mm -hmm. who sees you as a human being, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mike, my boy Boom. Mike, my boy Mike. <laughs> Boom. And, mm -hmm. and, and, that's the, and that's the really shit because it's like, as y'all progress in your life and as you progress to all the heights that mm -hmm. you think you're going to hit and you're actually going to go further, mm -hmm. there's going to be moments in this creative process where you don't feel like a human being anymore because people don't treat you like such. Mm. They don't. You know what I mean? They, they really, they, and it's so funny because I'll say this, people are hypocrites. They want to be, they want to talk about leave artists alone and this and that, but yet you're treating the artists like they, they're your property. Like I said, people coming to me just for photo shoots, and that's sad. And people, people, you know, I don't care if people think I'm getting too ahead of myself, or like I said, they think just because I got a little bit of clout, now I'm talking like a celebrity, you but this is my life. You know this boundaries. is I'm looking in the camera right now and saying whoever may be judging me or thinking that I'm just talking out my ass and frankly I don't care because this is my life how about you come step in my shoes and see how people treat other people or treat me and treat Mike just because of where we're at in life and then you see if it's funny you see if people only hit you up they ain't hit you up for months hit you up for weeks then the first thing they ask you is hey no or not, not even that that that's that's one thing but also we need to do another shoot again you ain't hit me up in months and the first thing you say is we need to do another shoot like, 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 not even a hey. I can't even get the decency of a hello. How are you doing? Like, like how's your day going? How's your day? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, unless you can fully understand that, and, and just like J. Cole's, until you get it, how could you know? So it's like, don't start a comment on something you don't know about. And don't think I'm just trying to be too high up and mighty because I got a little bit of notoriety on my name when I work for that. Mm -hmm. I ain't asked for no handouts. Me and Mike been out there in the sun. Me and Mike been out there in the heat sweating. Yeah. In full fashion. Mm -hmm. And don't, Houston, don't you, don't you, don't Texas. <laughs> Houston, Texas, bro. That's not a joke. Hop off. Like, you know, despite all the conditions, whether it be cold, hot, whether it be, No, like, literally, the, uh, any speaking, of, speaking of cold, you know, the one where we did the, the Garden of Eden shoot? Yeah. It was freezing. And I had them, no shoes, no shirt. So if you tell me if you can last through oh, that God. with me, then you can talk. With Mike, the whole time, like, if I just keep flexing, they won't see how much I'm shaking. I swear to God, it's colder than a bitch right now. No, it really was like, and it was cold. Yeah. It was cloudy and it was yeah. cold. And it's like, that's why I mess with Mike and Antonio and just anyone that really shows me genuine love because they go out their way for me. So of course, I'm going to give that love back. How does it look if I got Mike out there in the freezing cold weather, but the 
first time I get a paid campaign that can put us on the map or start our journey, I leave him out. Game. It's no. not my like why? Like, like how, put your people yeah. on. How why? is it not gonna be? How mine? is it not gonna be mine? <laughs> like, like I don't get it because people. I think some people and I haven't heard this, so I'm not gonna put this out there between anybody. But I know there's some people that's like, oh, you shoot with Mike all the time, or he always has Mike in his stuff. Why don't he change it up? Because this is my family. Like yeah. I don't get, I don't get like yeah. if that's my brother, then why am I not gonna put it's him like on? It's like on some uh, Seth Rogen, exactly. Like, that's how I feel about shit. Yeah. You just roll with the same group people. of motherfuckers who because, understand your yeah. way of writing, your way of like bantering. Exactly, yeah. bro. Like the second I'm gonna be real with you, like I don't know, I don't know who's listening to this right now, but the second you find people and artists that are on your same wave and you can trust them on some real shit, mm-hmm. like hold them tight. Exactly, creating your team, curating your team. And that you will have to cure mm-hmm. your team eventually, is probably like one of the one of the biggest things about artistry that people forget. Because yeah. it's like, because on some real shit, like if you think about all the hours like that y'all have put together to just like shoot with yeah. each other, up yeah. at two a.m. discussing ideas. Literally, <laughs> we were be up early in the morning. We supposed to be sleep. We uh, up here discussing photo shoot, talking about uh, L.A., talking about <laughs> everything. Mike, if you want to say something, you can. I'm nah, just saying, like, literally, say, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna go say it's just taking me back to the, the, our first shoot. Back in like, what was it 2019? Which one? Last year, the oh, one with the pool. Oh, yeah, pool yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we basically, know. I just came back from uh, Louisiana because I was schooling there. And um, literally, I came back and I was like, bro, I have this empty pool like right here. It was like the perfect moment for mm. everything, right? Mm-hmm. An empty pool. So that was like Wednesday or like Tuesday or something like that. And it was like, bro, let's shoot it. And literally, we planned everything this same day and shot it the next day. And it's just like having that kind of person to just execute the vision is just insane like yeah exactly. right then and there right then and there it's like instant like that's you can't believe your vision exactly. exactly you just can't you can't pass upon that we do we like i said i put my life down we, we put our life on the line for each other yeah. and like i said it's no like i said death wish and then we just believe in each other yeah. and i feel like we're destined we're here for a reason you know even with kanye like you know kanye had an instant where he probably thought he wasn't gonna make it or people was anyone gonna make it but he's still here mm-hmm. that's that's blessing from god that tells you that your mission is not done yet. There's so many things and so many times where I could say I could have died, or I could have something could have went wrong and I could have not been here. But, but, still but here. I'm still here. That's why I'm just like I'm not a perfect man, and I know I try to claim to be. Yeah. I know because and the last thing I want to say is like people get upset because you try to preach and like literally people will get mad because I preach positivity. Like oh we know you're just faking. We don't believe all that stuff. You're not fooling nobody. But so basically telling people to follow their dreams is is fake positivity. But and what's so, wrong tell, with like, those, trying to put that kind of stuff? Well, out no, y'all literally saying, what y'all want from my man. And I'm, what like, you want from him, huh? I, no, literally, I've gotten that so, I've gotten that, like, not a lot, but I've gotten that a couple times where people are like, oh, you're not faking none. I'm just like, but I tell people like this, and I'm going to tell this in the camera for anyone that comes upon this. What I tweet is my own thoughts. I don't try to preach. I'm not a preacher. I wasn't ordained to be a preacher. If I, if you, <laughs> if you, if you, you know, relate to it, if you take it in, good for you. If you don't like it, hugs and kisses. But I'm just talking about what's on my mind. So if they get upset because I'm talking about what's on my mind, then that's too bad for them. But I don't preach. How am I going to talk about mm-hmm. what you should do or what you should be doing when I'm not perfect? I'm not Jesus. And how can I give the power to tell you what you, 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 or you should be doing? I can motivate you. I can encourage you. Be like, yo, you got this. But it's Y'all, up to you. It's up to you. You, you, you have to I'm do not, it. I'm not going to like, do that. No. Why, why am I going to tell you or you or you what to do? 
Do, do I, I'm not perfect. Because like, you can't fully understand what that person has exactly. to go through to make the string, like pull the strings and make exactly. it Exactly. So it's like, that's why I just feel like when I tweet positivity, it's just, there's so much negativity. There's so much hate. Yep. There's so much this and that. So yep. I'm like, let me just tweet out positive things. Maybe and it's not for, an, yeah, it's not for an image. Really, I've never tweeted out anything negative. And I've tried to, but I kept silent because also, I guess that's the one thing also that being a, with a platform, you when you reach you a certain point, you got to be, because everyone's waiting to expose you. Everyone's mm-hmm. waiting to give something about you. Mm-hmm. And it really hits you when you can ask yourself, if I only had a thousand or two thousand followers, I didn't have all these articles, all these magazines, all these campaigns or whatever, whatever, would they be really putting all this time and energy into trying to expose me or threatening to expose me? Mm-hmm. Now, if it's something really bad, it doesn't matter. It's low-key flattering. But it's only really flattering. <laughs> yeah, but they go through like, all this. trying to fuck me up? So, man, I would man. just say, in, in closing, that look, you know, I appreciate everybody in Houston. I appreciate y'all and I appreciate Mike and the people that's been down for me. But just things to live by, and I guess three things to live by, I would say, just to end it, don't be afraid to move out. Don't be afraid to leave Houston and to go somewhere where you feel like you're, you're, you're feel like you, it's home, basically. And even though if Houston is your home or you feel like Houston is your soul base, then that's fine. But get out and explore something. Even if it's for a couple months, a year, and you want to come back, then do it. Because literally, there's a lot of people moving from California and, like I said, to New York to Texas, but there's people going out. It's a great switch. There's talent coming in. There's talent going out. Yeah. It's going to be that way again, eventually. But I just know right now in this whole environment with COVID, a lot of people are starting to realize, like, yo, like, we may not be on here for a few, a lot, you know, a few more years longer, so we need to make the move now. Yeah. When COVID hit, I said, yo, I need to move to California ASAP exactly. as soon as possible. That's why I'm trying to go this year, if possible, if everything with COVID is fine and so stuff like that. 2021 is... 2020, summer. Summer, yeah. The last summer arc of the Houston... Yep. Whoo. Me and Mike, we're trying to plan on going. Like I said, we're in talks. We're not going to try to talk about too much. But, of course, you know, we want to go... All about the action. All primary. about the action. About action you know we kind of save the conversations for me and him that's Mm -hmm. what we do we don't try to put it when i go to la though i say yo i'm going to la and we want to shoot i'll do that but as far as plans or where i'm going to be at that's me and him's business and when you find out or if you see then you'll find out through there but i'm not going to talk about it here and lastly for the last two i just say be yourself so many people want to be like each other. Like everyone got piercings, everyone got tattoos. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's like a cult following now. Mm. Everybody want to be grunge. Everybody wants to be this. Everybody wants to be that. And it's like, okay, why, why, why are we trying to follow in a cult? Mm. You feel me? I'm wearing a brown t-shirt. I'm, I don't have no piercings, no tattoos. I will get some, but in due time. I want to keep my profession. <laughs> I will. I will. I They take time. But I feel like I know that as a black man that maybe advantages that white or any other race may have, I have to look a certain way. Mm. So their professionalism for a black man, clean cut. That's why I can't no get tattoos. No tattoos yeah, right now. you have to be professional. They look at a black man as if you have this hairstyle or you smoke weed. I literally had a cop pull me over and literally thought that just because like literally told me to my face literally no no literally told me to my face that and it was so sad because it was hispanic officer and even though race doesn't matter it's like you would think that hispanic and black some yeah but it's like literally he said i told him no sir i don't smoke weed he said it's okay to have it in your house but i'm like didn't i just tell you i didn't smoke weed but you sit here and patronize me that i i literally told you i didn't but you said oh it's okay to have it in your house but you can't have it on the street i just told you like, that traumatized me. That really showed me how the world works. Yeah. And it's like, anybody, and you would think that Hispanics and Blacks, we may not see eye to eye, but the same struggles and the same things of going through oppression and going through just people getting on our shit about We in this shit together. Yeah. And it's like, like literally, we have deep cultures with our own food, our own style, our own music, but we still are so far apart yeah. from each other, and it's sad. 
And lastly, I would just say that, you know, I guess create what you feel like. Even though I struggle with it because I talk to Mike a lot about my struggles and just being an artist and social media and stuff. But if you don't feel like posting, don't post. You know, don't doesn't matter what other people have to say. It don't matter about the likes. Like I said, my legacy is museums. My legacy is billboards. My legacies are stuff that you can see like, damn, like, I could take a picture. I'd be like, I remember when I shot that. Not social media. Yeah. Social media is a great platform. It got me to this place. It got me recognized. But now, it's as I just talked to Mac yesterday, that I want to be more than just that. Because going out 500 miles or wherever we shoot at to take pictures and to post them on social media just for some people to get like, this is amazing, this is great, retweet, mm-hmm. like, whatever, mm-hmm. share, it's, it's, it's pointless. Mm-hmm. I want to be in a museum where if someone looks at it like, wow, somebody did that. Yeah, you know? Museums, they, they never change their art. They may have exhibits, but never the pieces that stay are going to stay there forever. What museum do you want your, what's the first museum you want to see your piece in? Ooh. Right yeah. here. Anywhere in the world. Right here. In Not even in Paris, right here. MFA. So people can know. Yep. Museum of Fine Arts. So Houston. people know, like, I came from here. Because home, <laughs> home, that's what I'm trying to say. I don't hate Houston. I just feel out like. Out the mud! Made <laughs> out the mud. Made it out the mud. Yeah. H Town, what right. I do? <laughs> I feel like here. Because I yeah. feel like there's a space for that. If I get in LA or if I do somewhere else and I get it, then that's fine. But right here is where I probably oh. want my first place to be. Yeah. So I can come back and say, like, this is, like, the end. Like I said, mm. this kind of ties in with leaving. Like, you don't have to hate a state, but don't be dumb and just think that, you know, there's something more to explore. Because we be looking at locations in West Texas that's six hours. Who has time and that gas money to drive six <laughs> hours back Fucking and forth? Fucking Marfa, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> like, they that time. So it's like... But they did it. Mm-hmm. We did it. did it. We did it. But it was a group effort, though. And mm. I'm saying, like, I can't just do it on the regular, though. Mm. So, of course, I want to go somewhere where maybe the desert's a little bit closer. Maybe there's more mountains. Maybe I have more to work with. That's why don't be afraid to just branch out. Like, there's nothing. Don't 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 believe people when they talk about, oh, you're selling out or you're trying to be a bot or something. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, I hate this. I don't really curse like that. But honestly, people get on my nerves and they try to shame you for say. going to L.A. Like, oh, you know, that's, oh, everyone does that. That's cliche. Like, bro, you got to establish you expect, yourself as an artist what, what and you network me? and, you know, get to the, ne- the next level. Because the next level artists mm-hmm. are in places like L.A., New and the, York. And the Atlanta. L.A. brand, yeah. not only was the L.A. brand, I had a black stylist, all black models, a young black cast me I just I, I dream of things like that me like like literally <laughs> I put Houston people on with the Houston cast and I talked to them and like I said I'm gonna keep most of confidential but what they did say was that we can try to keep the rotation of models like Mike the mom the other female model like they better yeah they better that's <laughs> honestly, what I'm trying to honestly, say honestly may, may I uh, ask this go ahead this, this is one of my favorite things to go do um, it's like give you flowers session Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you've got a team that you've been working with. Mm-hmm. If you want to, like, drop their names, like, these are people like, yo, check out these people. These are people mm-hmm. that I have worked with, that I love. Mm-hmm. These are people that, like, y'all need to just be on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to just say the name, in, and then I'll probably send you their Instagram or Twitter or something. Absolutely. Shout out to, first of all, Mike, Antonio, Marie. Shout out to Josh. Shout out to Trish, Nana, Hannah. Shout out to... Um, <laughs> Shout out to um, also so shout out to Marie if I didn't put that also shout out to Ayana shout out to just really all my other day ones that knew me when I was playing football when like I said and plus you can also switch your career too as well just saying that you don't have to stick with one thing I was a quarterback football like literally I've only been doing this for three years I haven't even been doing this for like five this is literally three years in the making I've played football all my life but me too oh and and don't feel like you're in a cliche just because you're a sports star and you want to go to creative field just because hey if you don't want to be something if you want to be a creative then do that don't let people shame you saying oh you want to be a rapper that's what all football players or basketball players that don't make it do you know they want to be a rapper like do it who cares because people laughed at me literally in high school people laughed at me literally made fun of me because I switched it 
And I didn't want it. Like, people were literally trying. Aaron's smiling right now because he's like, ah, yes, this feels familiar. <laughs> no, I've been disrespected got, because I switched it. It got, it got so, so bad that my dreads, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say who because like I said, it's over now. The beef's long gone. That's high school. But even when I got my dreads, mm-hmm. they were trying to compare me to this other guy that took photos just because I got dreads. They said, oh, and the most disrespectful thing I've ever gotten in my life was, oh, so you got dreads because this person got dreads. I'm like, don't you ever dare compare me to someone that's my age and not doing more than me. If he's doing more than me, okay, that's different. But if he's at the same level, sitting in the same chairs in class every day, don't ever compare me to that. Mm-hmm. That's disrespectful, Period. and that's degrading, and I don't ever want to ever hear nobody. I don't care if it's from someone disrespecting you, 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 you. Like, if they're not doing more or less than you or about the same as you, they have no reason to ever try to compare or even put down what you guys have mm-hmm. if they're not doing better. Mm-hmm. Just like Connie said, I don't take advice from people less successful than me. That's a fucking fact. I'm not taking advice from nobody. If you're pulling trash, don't get me wrong, it's a job, but don't tell me how to do my photography. Now, if you have advice or you may see something in a different perspective, I may not thought of, I'll take it, put mm-hmm. in consideration. But don't tell me you need to be doing this, but you're putting trash in a trash trash truck. Don't don't do that. Damn, man. And that's not not saying it's poor man's job, of but course. don't don't feel like you have that right to do that to me. Mm-hmm. But the that's entitlement. <laughs> don't be about that. People feel Period. people feel entitled. That's that's really like I said. I'm people like I said. I'm I'm not perfect, but I've learned a lot as I've grown. Now that I'm 20 now, and now that I'm getting ready to go out on my own, you know, getting ready to see the world. So there's a lot more stuff to do. There's a lot more stuff to accomplish. But I just feel like from the chapters of where I am right now, and this is an interview I will be saving. I will keep forever. So whenever you guys post it, I will be saving this and always refer back to how this was now, because now I'm in a different era. I'm in a different genre. Sunday, so, February 21st, 2021, 2.45 p.m. Exactly. So I appreciate y'all. Thank you guys for having me. Thank, thank you for coming on. Shout out to the pillows. Shout out to the Murakami pillows. Shout out to this. Like, I would I would buy this off y'all if I had two, but I know this private. So bro, I'm going to put this in the box. I ain't going to lie, bro. If it wasn't a gift for <laughs> yeah, me, it wasn't a gift. I would, I would literally the, be a gift to you. Yeah, I feel like, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. But I'm messing But, bro, I don't know. I don't know. Here, actually, let's close off with this. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. This is the Cam Visual Arts Wait, Cameron one more thing. Reed. Can, can I take a shot right now? Can I take a shot right quick? Yeah, Because I know that I know we couldn't do the, uh, There will be a challenge. I will come back. I oh, promise yes, y'all. Sir. But I yes, will yes, come sir. back for the watching. challenge. Uh, let me take this. All right, right here we go. Ready? Right. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. All right, I'm going to take one right quick. Ready? Bro, be careful. Let me get one more. Let me get one more. Let me get one more. I gotta get one. I gotta get one more. Okay, ready? Here we go. Ready? All right, here we go. Ready? 